Welcome to Microfamous, where you learn how to become famously influential to the right people. Now, the podcast isn't for everyone, but if you're driven to teach, train, and lead people, if you want to solve real problems in the world, if you want to systematically build an audience of like-minded people, if you want to convert that audience into clients you love and do it all without being glued to your phone or getting locked into a business you hate, then you're in the right place. In this episode, we'll dig into the strategy and systems of becoming microfamous so you can move forward with confidence and clarity. I'm your host, Matt Johnson, agency founder and author of Microfamous. And now let's jump in. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Microfamous podcast. We're talking today about influence. Uh, if you've ever read uh, John Maxwell's stuff, which I started reading back in high school, it was actually one of my leadership, what uh, was one of my classes in high school. And we were assigned John Maxwell's book. And the whole premise of the book is that leadership is influence. And I agree with him 100%. So when we talk about microfamous, microfamous being, means being famously influential to the right people. So not just famous, not just well-known. Microfamous isn't about celebrity. It's about being famously influential to the right people. So I want to dig into how that level of influence is built. Because I believe it happens, you can break it down into three really simple stages. Get seen, get noticed, get known. Right, so get seen, get noticed, get known. So here's what each of those stages looks like in real life. So first we start by being seen. We put ourselves and our message into the world by talking about the problem that we solve and by sharing what we're learning and doing along the way. So we share things like personal experiences, stories, anecdotes, uh, and we're focusing on the frustrations of our ideal clients, our right people. Now, as we get more clarity and focus and we start to zero in on one clear and compelling idea that we want to share, uh, we start to see what resonates with our audience and other influencers. We see what gets them talking, what gets them paying attention, what gets them reaching out to us. And we're going to get better at sharing our point of view with other people and really narrowing that point of view down to where we can lead with one clear and compelling idea that attracts the right people to us. And we share that clear and compelling idea with others in person and in new media like podcasts and things like that. So when we're doing this and we're doing it consistently, repetition re leads to recognition, right? We go from being seen to being noticed. People start to recognize us. They start to link us with our clear and compelling idea. We can tell that it's resonating with the right people that we want to reach and it's getting traction, right? So because we can see it working, we start to lean into it. We keep hammering away, right? We keep driving our clear and compelling idea over and over and over again. And we start backing up our idea by sharing the results that we're getting for clients through success stories. We start getting featured on more podcast interviews, recognized by more people. Other influencers start coming to us. And we can feel that momentum building, like a treadmill accelerating under our feet. That's what it means. That's what it feels like when we start to get noticed, right? Now, as we stay consistent and persistent, our influence hits a tipping point. We go from being noticed to being known. Now, the collective perception of us and our position in our niche starts to change because as we hit that tipping point of influence, things start to happen to us that didn't happen before. So we start to get invited to podcast interviews rather than having to pitch ourselves. We start to get recognized in public by other leaders in our space and mentioned as an up-and-coming leader. We get invited to speak at events. We get featured in industry articles. You know, people start writing about us in like the best of or the top 10 posts. Uh, they start inviting us to virtual summits, webinars, other types of new media, stuff like that. We get pitched on collaborations, joint ventures, new projects, uh, new business ideas. Um, we start to hear our clear and compelling idea being repeated back to us by other leaders and potential clients, right? Very, very interesting when that starts to happen, when we start to repeat ourselves so much that other people start to kind of parrot our ideas back at us. 
And then finally, we get recommendations and referrals from people who don't know us very well, based mostly on what they've heard about us and heard from us in the new media. So things like podcast interviews, we'll start to get referrals from people who actually aren't clients and aren't even really that closely connected to us, but they've heard us interviewed somewhere and we're so attracted and our message was so memorable that they reach out and they refer us business even though they don't have a deep relationship with us. That's what happens. Those are some of the examples of real tangible things that happen when we hit that tipping point of influence and we become known. So in other words, what's happening there is we've created three things, authority, visibility, and relationships. That is the foundation, the, the three you know, pillars, so to speak, of influence. And when we're building that influence, influence starts to convert into sales and clients and results. And as we continue to build that influence even further, we hit that tipping point. We go from just being a part of whatever niche we're in to being a leader in that niche. We go from being seen to being noticed to being known. So just as someone like John, John Maxwell is known for leadership, we become known for our clear and compelling idea, whatever that might be for us. That's what it means to become micro-famous, famously influential to the right people, the people that we want to teach, train, and lead. So now that we understand a little bit more about how influence is built, it, it does kind of beg the question, like if that benefit, if, if, that, if that third stage of influence where we're known is so compelling and, and the vision of it is so vivid and clear, then what keeps us from really going after it? What, what keeps us from becoming micro-famous? Um, why are there so many kind of coaches, consultants, um, and other types of thought leaders, why are we struggling to attract an audience and build influence and then convert that influence into sales? I believe there's a few reasons, so I wanna just go briefly into a few of them so you can be on the watch for the, these types of uh, pitfalls or mentalities in, in, your own, in your own business. So I think the first reason that holds us back from becoming micro-famous is that we try to be everything to everyone. And we believe that if we focus on one group of people or one niche, that we are like forever locked there and can never grow or expand. Now, this is a never true. We can always make a big move and start going after a bigger audience or a bigger niche of people. There's a laundry list of people who have successfully made the jump from one smaller niche into a bigger niche or one smaller type of audience into a much larger audience, right? So that's always possible. Now, the second reason that we, we struggle to become micro-famous or hit that tipping point of influence is that we way overestimate how much other people are paying attention to us. So we have to realize that people get hit with a staggering number of media messages and brand impressions every day. So they're probably not hearing from us often enough to get sick of us, right? We might feel like we're repeating ourselves just at the point where they feel like we, they've heard us say something for the first time. It's, very, it's, a, it's, just, it's, it's a weird thing about leadership. If you don't feel like you're repeating yourself all the time to the point where you're sick of it, you're not repeating it enough for your audience to get it, right? They need us to repeat ourselves. So third, the third reason that kind of holds us back is that we underestimate what it takes to get through those three stages of influence and hit that third stage by, hit, by, by going through that process and hitting the tipping point. So we underestimate what kind of focus it takes to hit the tipping point from being noticed to being known, right? Because hitting the tipping point is like trying to fill an empty bucket with water. So to hit that tipping point where it overflows, we have to put so much water into the bucket that it can't handle it and the water overflows and spills over. That's kind of what it's like to hit the tipping point of influence. And if you think about it, what most of us are doing is we are surrounded by all kinds of buckets and we're trying to spread the water around. Well, 
no one of those buckets is going to be filled with that strategy, right? We're going to end up just spreading ourselves thin. And that's what, in my opinion, that's what we do when we try to be everything to everyone and sell everything to everyone and be everywhere online that someone might be paying attention. So I think we have to, to realize uh, they're, they're, Microfamous is about a very different perspective and it's about a very different way of building a thought leadership business. So I'm going to make a, a statement that a lot of people I think would, would disagree with initially, but I think once you come around to, to really agreeing with the three stages of influence and understanding how that works, you might agree with me. So I believe that everything that we do on new media, every post on social media, every podcast interview, every campaign, every whatever, everything we do in new media that doesn't help us become famously influential to the right people, I believe it's a distraction. So by focusing on the right people first, by being visible on the play, in the places where they're paying attention, and by consistently delivering our clear and compelling idea over and over and over and over again to the point where we feel like we're repeating ourselves, that's actually what gives us the best chance of hitting that tipping point and getting to that point where we're known, right? Not just the point where we're seen, not just the point where we're noticed, but the point where we're known. We know we've hit that tipping point when we become known for our one thing, whatever that is. We get linked to it. We're synonymous with it, like John Maxwell with leadership. We, get, we can get known for one thing. That's how real enduring influence is built, right? That's how we become famously influential to the right people. We go through the three stages of influence, we hit that tipping point, and we become known for our one thing. That's how we become micro-famous. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. Feel free to reach out, send me any feedback. I love to hear questions about the episode. The best way to reach me personally, as always, go to Get Micro Famous. All my social links are there, including Facebook Messenger, which is where I'm the most active. You can hit me up there. Uh, and we'll see you on the next episode of Micro Famous. Thanks for listening to the Micro Famous Podcast. If you're ready to become famously influential to the right people, connect with us at getmicrofamous.com. It's the best way to take the next step to implementing the Micro Famous strategy in your business so you can attract an audience, build influence, and become the Micro Famous leader you're meant to be. And we'll see you on the next episode.